Okay. Okay, we here? Yeah. <laughs> we, we live, baby. We live. All right. Welcome to the Ish We Talk. I am Lily. This is my engineer and co-host, Lindsay. Uh, and it is extremely dark. It is extremely dark. Yeah. While she's trying to fix that, again, like I said, this is the Ish We Talk. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because we really need that. And y'all really need it too if y'all want to keep hearing us talking the shit we talk. <clears throat> so as we get the lights popping, uh, we got some stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to uh, get off key real quick and uh, ask y'all, uh, like start hitting us up and letting us know if y'all want us to do something live. Uh, like on uh, Facebook or uh, Instagram or something like that. So, cause like if y'all got questions or y'all want to uh, have a rebuttal on some shit that we say, man, I really want y'all to do it, and I would really love to like air air that shit. So even if it's uh serious or funny, man, you can get your point across, and we can get our point across. But that's nor here nor there. That's just me talking shit. But yeah, do that, please. Anyway, let's uh. That's what I'm saying. What are we gonna talk about first? Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's start pretty uh, basic for real, and let's go into this uh, Nicki Minaj Pink Friday. So uh, I know you know you're a Nicki fan. Yeah. Super Nicki. I don't know if you like a uh. I'm not. You're you not a Barbie, are you? I wouldn't claim to be a Barbie. She's not a barb, y'all. She is a uh, beehive. She's a beehive member, but she's not a, a Barbie. Um, what did you think about Pink Friday? Per se, since you are, you know, not a Barbie, but you know, you like you like the dollar store Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is everybody here? I mean, yeah, you can see it, but we still we still gonna be dark. I don't think that's doing it. It's not. It's the same it's, thing. It's the same it's effect. That's all good. Yeah. See, you light skin, so you came out better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My brown paper bag ass <laughs> look like I'm still trying to rob somebody. Okay. So, Pink Friday. Pink Friday came out in 2010, so we're in the 10-year anniversary of it. Um, she commemorated it, Nikki did, uh, not too long ago on her uh, Instagram. And, you know, with me, it took a minute for me to get on the Nikki train, and it wasn't mm. until I um, saw her in concert that I was like, okay, I'm a fan. And... Um, listen to Pink Friday. Pink Friday, uh, was a big deal. <laughs> you know, cause I don't think that necessarily we had heard anything like that before, especially coming from a female. We're coming from a, a female rapper. Yeah. 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 So, with her with. The rapping, the rapping was very superior, and 
all of that with her changing from rapping to singing and then changing her uh her um characters and stuff and then her just basically just shitting on anybody that would try to step to her i just really feel like she just really put everything on display in regards to her talent <laughs> you know she was she was she was squatting she was definitely sitting on uh niggas uh Shouts out to Nikki having 10 years on his Pink Friday album and still getting the recognition she gets. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, do you think it's going to really resonate, though, like, this 10 years? Because, like, that, that little spiral Nikki did, man, I don't know if her, um, if she still got enough Barbie fans to, like, really want to... To do another 10? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like... The talent is absolutely there for her to do another 10. Oh, yeah. We're not going to say that that's not there, but I feel like for her to do another 10, like the first 10, that won't happen because she has competition now. Right. You know, 10 years ago, she didn't really have no competition. It was a new wave, and, it, and she was the leader of the new wave. I can see her being the leader of the next wave, but it would be hard. I mean, it won't. Be, I wouldn't say it'd be hard, but it wouldn't be as easy as the first wave because it's more. It's more competition now, and it, they're not just one-hit wonders. You think she learned from her mistakes? You think she's gonna? Uh, she if, if she come back, she'll try to collab with the. Uh, with these female orders? I don't like, think she'll jump a, on Megan Thee Stallion real quick. Well, she's already done that. She did. Uh, well, she, she did Hot Girl Summer. Oh, her and Nikki at Ty Dollar Sign. Had no idea. You didn't? I ain't really yeah. a um, well, I mean, stallion listen to like that, so I didn't. I know. get, I get that, but um, yeah, they did, they did Hot Girl Summer, and um, I just, I just don't subscribe to the whole Nikki don't fuck with other female artists. Before it wasn't really no female artist to really fuck with. I ain't saying that. I, I you know I don't subscribe to that either. But I will say, mm -hmm. her sneak dissing is the stuff of legend, and like mm. she <laughs> wants the <laughs> she wants the recognition of the bitch with it, and you know you can't do that to somebody who's trying to you know what I'm saying get up there with you. You know mm -hmm. you can't. You know everybody's gonna pay you your respect. Like don't get it twisted. Because that's where they want to be. So they're going to yeah. give you that amount of respect. Right. That you can guarantee. Right. But a motherfucker ain't going to kiss your ass. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what Nikki be wanting. You, be th you think she be wanting that? Yeah, her? she be wanting that. It's just, to me, it's just funny because what's going on now is what went on when she was at the time of her game. Yeah. With the and other with, wave that was before with her. the other wave. They yeah. were wanting her to kiss their ass. And she she ain't got to. Yeah. Yeah. I I pay my respects, but I'm good enough not to kiss your ass. Right, right. It ain't like I'm coming up here like the female MC Hammer or the female <laughs> motherfucking Vanilla Ice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got a Jeff with you motherfuckers. No. I got balls. Right, right. You know, jump on this dick or, or ride the fuck out. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how she was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so crazy because that's not 
how people perceive it to be with women in rap. Like the new the new era ain't gotta kiss the old errors when it comes to when it comes to uh, men. They ain't gotta necessarily kiss their ass. Now you you pay your respect, you you pay homage. And you keep it pushing. Because as a man, that's all we need. We don't need you jeffing, bro. But if you be like, but, nah. But what it is, but what is expected with women is that they want to kiss their ass, or they, they expect for them to kiss their ass. And it could be it could be on the same type of time with women, but you're cocky and you're disrespectful and all this old other stuff. And then not to mention how much. Hamas, she pays to Foxy Brown, to Lauren Hill, you know, but we don't, we don't give her the credit for that. We look at how much her and Kim don't get along. Right. Which, that's a whole situation in itself, you know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. they pretty much, I'm not even going front and act like I didn't see it. They pretty much in the beginning was jocking her style. You know? Every female, will, I mean, but that's, I mean, that's the thing. You gonna, you gonna, Im- uh, what is it? Uh, Im- imitate, yeah. The uh, the motherfucker that's doing something, like right, you know, right. you, that's how you learn how to foxtrot, nigga. You seen a nigga doing something, and then you know, you took that and then did something else with it, and then that was the fr- you, you gotta do that. You yeah. gotta imitate, yeah. you know. And uh, shit, that's the uh, what is that? What what uh, they say? Well, that's the highest form of flattery. Yeah. You're supposed to look at that and be cool with it, you know. Yeah. Women, and it's and it's crazy because you know normally, you know you would see the uh, uh, that you know what I'm saying in a guy's uh, in a guy's realm of rap, like you know, niggas still do that shit in battle raps and shit, but niggas don't really trip off that shit no more. Like, you know, a motherfucker could be like, oh, he sound like this, or he sound like that, or he sound like that, and before a nigga even get defensive, he'll tell you, oh, well, shit. I'm glad you think I sound like that nigga because that nigga sell a, a, a million. I want to do the same shit. You will never <clears> catch <throat> these females doing that. They'll be like, bitch, fuck no, nah, I sound like me. And I dot, 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 and there it go. Mm-hmm. You know, just a simple just, hey, I, I respect that because, you know, that's who I listened to growing up. That's niggas a fall back. You know what I mean? More niggas say beloved nowadays than these bitches do on TV. These <laughs> niggas be paying each other so much respect. Yeah, but it just seems like it's different. Like, you can't just come in the game and just be you. Like, they expect you to do so much more than that, you know? Especially, like, when a new wave is coming in. But, you know, she was the leader of of that era, you know? And that's the price you pay for fame, though. Like you know, you knew they were gonna, you knew they were gonna walk you down that line, especially how they they made you. You know, they Mm -hmm. turned you into this motherfucking monster. Yeah. You know, this big titty, fat ass lyrical powerhouse. Yeah. You knew they were gonna market you like that, and then what was gonna fuck them up is that you really had bars, the same way Kim was doing. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that's so crazy about women in rap is that. You can't give her 100% credit for having them bars. You gotta, you gotta give, you gotta say like, oh, well, such and such is writing her lyrics. And it can be 100% her pen. But if it's just fire, you gotta say, oh, 
such and such wrote her lyrics. And that ain't cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I believe <clears throat> because, like, she started out in that group with Safari and whoever else yeah. or whatever. And I believe that they pretty much had basically the same flow. But I believe that was her pen. You know? I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just one of them people that be like, you know, uh, you can't call yourself, you can't say you, you was, you was writing Nicki Minaj raps when you can't make yourself a hit. You know, I'm just on that shit, you know. Everybody can say what they want to say. They could be like, Safari was doing this, or Blase Skip was doing that, Blase Skip was doing that. I don't give a fuck what, a, it, it, you can get a writer's credit for anything. You can get a writer's credit for being like, uh, yeah, right here before the, uh, before the beat, I, uh, get in there and say, welcome to this track. And then a motherfucker's going to give you a writer's credit for that, you know? So you can't really just say that was like, yeah, that was his pen. I was just, he got writer's credit for saying some ad libs or some shit. That nigga wasn't writing nothing. If he was writing for Nikki, why that nigga ain't got a hit now to this day? Why you ain't never been like, nigga, you heard that new Sephora, that shit hidden. You never going to do that because that nigga don't have bars. True. It's True. just as simple as that. Like, but like I said, you can get writer's credit for anything. If yeah. if Lindsay came out with an album right now, and in the beginning of every song, I was like, exactly. I got a writer's <laughs> credit for every last one of those exactly's I see. Right, because you wrote it. Yeah. But getting back to Pink Friday, what were your thoughts back? In 2010, when it came out. Oh shit! I was a Nicki fan, so I thought uh, I thought it was dope. I know what I'm saying. I didn't like the singer shit. That that shit that just ain't for me because that ain't where I uh, I came to know Nicki Minaj. Mm -hmm. You know, I ain't saying those wasn't good songs because a lot of those songs blew the fuck up. Yeah, I'm just saying those wasn't the songs for me. I wasn't a fan of Right Through Me either. Um. Like the, uh, it just, that song just, it was too slow for me. Like I got, I got it. I liked it for, um, I like what she was saying in it. Right. But as far as like a whole song, I wasn't a fan. Um, what would you say, excuse me, was your favorite? My favorite was Did It On. Did It On, yeah. That was that was dope to me. That was always dope. Um, it was a couple of them. Mm -hmm. I want to say, you know what I'm saying, dear old Nikki was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But did it on that 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 is the first thing I'm gonna go to, and then or uh, no, I'm gonna go to Roman's Revenge, and then I'm gonna do did it on. But did it on is better than Roman's Revenge to me. Did it on is definitely better than Roman's Revenge. Um, <clears throat> and Roman's Revenge is really good. That's fire as fuck. Yeah. But just the fact that that motherfucker was like, all these bitches is my sons. Yeah. And I'm going to go and get some, what she say? Get some bibs for them. Couple formulas, little pretty lids on them. If I had a dick, I would pull it out and piss on them. Like, that shit is yeah, dope shit as is, fuck. I mean, like, that bitch is dope. Yeah. Um, That would probably be my second favorite. My favorite is Moment for Life. I just, I love the beat. I love Drake. 
I love Nicki. <laughs> I love everything about that song. It's, I love the video. This Canadian should more and more ass nigga get on the song. And they like, <laughs> that song, that's, the, that's, the, that's my favorite song. That's it. I'm my done. My favorite song. All right. Just, just hang it up. I'm done. Man. I love the video. The video love, was cool. Yeah. All the way down to her Cinderella Louboutins. Like, I just loved every, like, there was nothing about that song that I did not like. Um, then probably, and then did it on the movie second. Um, but I even like the songs that were kind of silly. Like, Money. Money was cool. Yeah, but it was, it was kind of like a silly song, Yeah, you know? Money was cool. But I like Money, you know? The moolah, the pesos. I mean, it's uh, to be fair, Pink Friday is an all-around fucking dope album, though. Like, yeah. I mean, like to be honest, yeah, it's not a song on here that it that, that completely is like I don't listen to that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's you know what I'm saying. Even thinking about it, I didn't heard every last one of these songs. It's just the songs that I know that I'm gonna play. That, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, my my brain automatically goes song. to. She yeah. got some very extremely poppy songs, but even those are good, you know. Like back then, I was a, a fan of Lat- uh, Natasha Benefold, and mm. the fact that she had her on the album, I was like, "Yo, that's cool as fuck." Cause ain't too many black people on Natasha Benefold. You know? I'm definitely not. I'll send you some tracks. All right, <laughs> definitely go ahead and do that. I'm so, like, yeah, yeah, okay. I just said the name. I don't know who that song, bitch is. Angel. Though. Now, I was on there before Angel because uh, that was produced by Dark Child. Mm. Uh, but she had this song, Pocket Full of Sunshine, that used to play every day on MTV. Yeah, I got a pocket, got a pocket full yes, of sunshine. Yes, that's her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, used oh, no. I used to freaking love that song. And they used to play the video every day on I MTV. I could imagine you as a kid Duh. singing that candy ass song. Duh, I'm telling you. I love that song, but her song "Angel," oh my god! But it's not about her, so it's not <laughs> okay. Um, and then super bass, like super bass is super poppy, super is but super bass super go bass. hard. Super bass goes hard, like the core of it goes hard. That boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, yeah. Yeah, okay. That that was more the song that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every little kid knew that song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. that, I really didn't. Right, because Ellen had little kids on yeah. her show. <laughs> Everybody loved that. Like every little kid from Britain to fucking Compton yeah. was like, he ill, he did, he might got all this old yeah. bullshit. <laughs> And they was putting that shit everywhere. Before TikTok was fucking yeah. out here, yeah. niggas was doing TikToks with boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom, boom, bang. We got that boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom, boom. Look, we doing that shit now. Right. Hey, man. You can go on YouTube now and watch compilation videos of kids singing that song. That song was huge. Remember that little flexible motherfucker that was doing that shit? He oh. wasn't saying the right rhymes. Oh, oh. He was like, blah, 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 and kicking whatever the fuck yeah. that dude. That yeah. shit. He was a mess. That he shit was, was crazy. Yeah. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's so crazy because, like, 
through these 10 years, you can see the evolution of her as an artist. Because when you get to the pink print, that sounds like a totally different person. Like, if you compare Pink Friday to the pink print, it sounds like two different artists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So, we just appreciate oh, her all the, way, all the way around. That's not the in a 10-year uh, uh, evolution of just female rap, though. Yeah. Right. Right. Because everybody can't say that they had 10 years in the game. 10 successful years in the game. Yeah, yeah, she she definitely got that that out. Yeah. How do you think um Pink Friday ten years ago compares to any album that just came out from a female artist now ten years later? How can you how do you compare the two? Um and I'm not I'm not being biased, but <laughs> she wanted to be biased as fuck. But I would feel like the albums nowadays are pretty one dimensional. You that know is, that is true. She she did a lot with Pink Friday. A lot of a lot of stuff that um you probably that people probably are not gonna take that risk of doing. You know. Just true. a whole fact that of her coming up with this whole character having a backstory for it, rapping it, and it being being successful is dope, you know? And then she has a stage present that is like uh is is unlike anyone. That's how I became a fan, seeing her in concert. Mm-hmm. You know? So I like I can't I can't sit up here and say that anything out recently in the last couple of years would be better than Pink Friday. Okay. I mean, I get Yeah, because a lot of things are one-dimensional. Do you think the world is actually ready for another Nicki Minaj? Like another person who can be sexy, but but lyrical, and one, but, but, uh, but also poppy, um... Like that, that whole trifecta of that, like, so it won't just be all based on what her pussy do. Like, do you really think that the world is ready for another, not Nicki Minaj, but somebody in that caliber? I think we're ready, but Nicki's not, she's not handing over that crown anytime soon. So they just got to talk about pussy. Um, they can try to talk about other stuff. I just feel like it's easy. Yeah. Talk about pussy, and it it's what sells. Yeah, you know, um, because I can really see, I can really see Megan doing it. I she, can too, because Megan has, be putting really yeah. slick, dope bars yeah. in the pop your pussy music. Yeah, yeah, she has she has the lyrical ability to do it. It's just, will she do it? You know. Right now, she on that body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. But the thing with body is, um, the thing I like about it is it's about body positivity. Because we have a whole lot of of um, negativity, negativity when it comes to body, to one's body. And that's the reason why so many people are trying to enhance their bodies. 
I mean, but it's just she could have did that without making a video that, that made, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers <laughs> self-conscious as fuck. Um. Like, that, that song's about not body shaming. She ain't got nobody in that motherfucker that she can, like, represent as, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, she don't have a wide know. range. Yeah, like, a BBW, a, a skinny frame, a white really, lady. But do you really take... Um, you really take that seriously when they do have like a wide range from a BBW to an anorexic? Um, if you want somebody to pay attention to your lyrics, you're probably gonna start gonna start incorporating them in the visual because nowadays niggas don't listen to nothing. It's what they see. Mm-hmm. So if you want somebody to actually, you know what I'm saying, take heed of what your lyrics is about, you gotta have the visual to it. Yeah, but. Cause you like you it said, it's a body, like, it, it's a anti-body shaming song. Yeah, I can guarantee you, half the people that that listen to that song don't even know that. They just can't wait for the chorus to come on so they can start <laughs> try to do that fucking TikTok dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, it just seems like you're pandering when you get to putting a wide range, and then like people automatically take you as all oh, your pandering and don't listen to what you're trying to say and the message that you're trying to put forth. I don't think so in this generation because this generation is all visual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I can see that if, like if she did that um maybe a couple years ago when when like all this shit was popping when all these hashtags this hashtag that and then she did it for a video mm-hmm. and then you'll be like oh well she's just pandering to those people but even if you make it a song like that I think you're supposed to. I'm not going to make a song about chili and only put fried chicken in that motherfucker. You know? Well, that's a difference. I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> it's, the, it's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a song about anti-body shaming. Mm. Uh, so if, if that's the case, you get you a BBW in there doing a body body dance. You get you a little skinny lady in there doing a body. You get... The, you know what I'm saying? You get the goth girl, you get the white chick, you get the uh, the little Mexican, you get the uh, the little uh, Chinese lady, or Asian, excuse me, I don't want to be on no extra shit. Um, real shit, you get everybody in there and doing that shit so they can feel comfortable with it. Like, yeah. you could have got some uh, some, uh, some people in the, uh, the uh, LGBT, uh, I'm sorry, because I don't want to fuck y'all shit up. Uh, the alphabet The alphabet people. Um, you could have got all them. I would I would have respected that because, like I said, in this uh genre, and this in this field we have now in this generation, it's all visual. You know, mm-hmm. people be wanting to see. They want to see themselves. That's what makes them come out. That's what. That's why we see a lot of things we see now because people are wanting to see their self now yeah. instead of just somebody who's saying that they there for you. Show me you there for me by putting me on that motherfucker. That's how we feel in the streets. Don't tell me I got your back, nigga, when your job is hiring and you ain't said shit to me. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's how I think she should have did. Okay. You know, because I, I thought it was dope when the little uh, dude that was on Wildin' Out, the little uh, the little gay guy, uh, he did a uh, little TikTok, and he was no, like, I'm doing it wrong. I oh. died laughing. That shit was hilarious <laughs> as fuck. I'm saying that you could have that you could have incorporated all them people in the video. It'd have been dope to me. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I'm not mad at the fact that the video is what the video is. Either. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you can get you can put forth 
the message without necessarily doing a we are the world with the video. I don't know, Kim. Well, she did it. But you knew it was about body shaming. I didn't. Well, the, well, so the that's reason a, why that's I half know, and half. You know, that's true. But the reason why I know is because she, she did like a little speech at the beginning of her um, live performance at that award show. Was it the Emmy? I can't remember. But it, she, she performed it and she did like a whole little speech. And that made me like actually pay attention to what she was saying. You know, and then on and top so of that, the, is the lyrics about anti-body shame? Um, because because don't let's let's not do that. You know, it's a lot of people that don't don't put a speech up like yeah, you know, stop all the violence, man. All these kids killing each other. We need to quit that shit. And then you put on, <laughs> you know, I shot the nigga in the face. Go ask the feds. Like, well, like this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, is this song about body shaming? Well, let's let's pull up the lyrics. I'm sorry, Nikki. We uh, we we jumped off you. Uh, your album, Pink Friday, was the shit. Shout out to your ten year uh, jump off. Hope you got ten more years. Uh, again, did it on uh, was was my shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I hope you know you get more flowers and and stop falling for the bullshit, Nikki. Stop letting motherfuckers get up under your skin where you feel like you always gotta say something. You a queen. You don't never see Queen Elizabeth in this motherfucker always snapping every time somebody say something. Be a queen, man. Sit back, man. The truth don't need no support. And you sitting up trying to defend some shit that you don't even need to be defending, man. Be a mama, dog. I'm sorry. Did I, <laughs> I act like I know you, nigga. <laughs> but for real, man, don't be falling for that bullshit. You been falling for some bullshit, man. Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it ain't like uh blatant. Let's see. So, uh, where does it start? Uh, I want to see any that. lyric about feeling good about yourself. Let's see. Look at how a body that ate it up and gave it back. Yeah, I know it's good, but they still want to know where Megan at. Saucy like a barbecue, but you won't get your baby back. That see was me a in bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see me in that dress, and he feel like he wanted, like he almost tasted that. Uh, num, 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 eat it up, foreplay, okay, three, two, one, you know, I'm the hottest, you ain't never gotta heat me up, I'm present when I'm absent, speaking when I'm not there, all them bitches, scary cats, I call them Carol Baskin, ah. <laughs> okay, so you need to, right now, that's the same shit I was talking about, she said this feel about body shaming, and all she talked about is nothing. Yeah, but the, you know, the chorus, though, body crazy, curvy, wavy, big titties, little waist. Everybody ain't got that, though. Well, everybody don't have all of it. They may have one or two of it. And it says, I'm a hot ebony. They gonna click it if it's me. All my pictures been getting niggas through the quarantine. Bitch, I'm very well. On my shit, as you could tell. Any hoe got beef from years ago is beefing by herself. If we took a trip on the real creep tip, bitch, rule number one is don't repeat that shit. Rule number two, if they all came with you, they better know exactly what the fuck they came to do. The category is body. Look at look at the way 
it's spitting. The ratio so out of control the waist that as them titties. If I wasn't me and I wouldn't see myself and I would have seen myself, I would have bought me a drink, took me home, did me long, ate it with my panties on. <laughs> Alright, so we can just end this right here. And, <laughs> and forever say, listen, stop making bullshit ass <laughs> speeches about what your songs is when I can clearly read. Let me tell you something. When I was little, one of my favorite rappers went to jail for motherfucking 10 years. Oh. Oh, that is, that's funny. Hilarious. We're going to talk about that. When my nigga Sebo went to jail, because of fucking rap lyrics. Yeah. He, hey, so don't don't be on that bullshit like, nah, this means this, this means that, this means that. Because a lot of us don't fall for it. Them niggas didn't fall for that shit with Seabolt. Nah, that was just lyrics. I was just a nigga. But he rapped his way through it, though. Did you ever see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is, stop making speeches about what your shit is about when we can clearly read your lyrics, or clearly listen to your lyrics, and it ain't about that shit. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> Stop it right now. Like, please. Okay. Shit don't make no... This is about anti-body shaming. Well, da, da, da. These titties, these hey, ass, I, this pussy in your mouth. Like, what the fuck? What about <laughs> body shaming was that about? I bought into the speech. It was a good speech. She was like, I love everything about me. And that's, she only yeah. did that because she's giving herself a reason to walk, talk, and dress like that. It's, it's that. it's one of them things where I don't have no problem with Megan Thee Stallion. Dude, she's young. She, uh, she's in that type of business. And, I mean, if that's what she wants to do, that's what she should be able to do. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if you're going to say anything about, you know, body shaming or making somebody feel like, you know what I'm saying, something or... or, or Shooting anything down, you know all these hashtags. If you want to make a speech about it, at least make it make sense in your fucking uh song. Like you don't make a like right before your song, you make this speech. Yeah, that's what she did. That was stupid. You could have just did that anywhere else. But that ain't the first time she's done it. Like she did that at uh, SNL when she performed there. She did a speech about. Um, protecting black women and loving black women and stuff like that during her Savage. I want to say it was during Savage. So it ain't the first time. But anyway. She young. She be drinking too sometimes. (laughs) She be making the wrong decision. This shit about body shaming me, bitch. (laughs) Me. Because these niggas and these bitches, you know, I be fighting midgets and my best friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, all the little people community. I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty sure she called that dude a midget, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Speaking of little people, do you watch <laughs> Little Women of Atlanta? Um, I watched a couple episodes. I'm not going to mm-hmm. yeah, act like I haven't. I haven't really been on that, though. Yeah, I freaking love that show. And they just dropped the trailer for the new season. And I cannot wait. I think it's coming out next month. I cannot wait. But anyway... <laughs> So, speaking of trailers, we just watched the trailer for the new 
Wendy Williams biopic that will be premiering next month on Lifetime. And it looks like she is not holding anything back. And with me being a Wendy Williams fan, some of the stuff that I saw in the trailer, I remember it in real time. So, I personally cannot wait for this movie. Um, she also did an interview with the director on her show, and the director says that they get raw and uncut. This ain't no regular Lifetime movie. So, they even got a sex scene in there. Mm. So. Do they got the sex scene from uh, <laughs> when that dude said, I just told him I had this shit, and he bit me over and ate my ass. You don't remember that? Remember when Whitney's husband was uh, going through that shit? <laughs> That's the that, see that that's when I really start paying attention to Wendy Williams, y'all. Like, cause I knew a bunch of shit about her, but when they said her, you know what I'm saying, her husband was uh, like extra gay on the on the low. What? Like he was like like some dude came forward and uh. Oh shit shit shit! I and, remember that. And got on that. and was like, man, yeah. he he uh said some put his dick. I said some shit. Yeah. And was I like he just that. like disrespected. Yeah. Raw dog the shit out this too. <laughs> I remember that. He did a whole interview. Yeah. And he said, man, the interview was so crazy because it was like during the interview, he didn't sound upset about that shit at all. He was he like, if that dude was to do it again, he would be he, would, he would let he that would shit be happen. Obliged. He would yeah. definitely be obliged. I, I that nigga would be like, hello, governor, and just get the second <laughs> dick. Right. Um they're probably going to leave that part out of the film. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. How's it going to be raw and uncut? That's the rawest uncut shit ever. I don't know if that's ever been verified. That man could have been capping the whole interview. But, but you know, because they, they ain't allow him to say nothing because he probably would have slipped up. He probably would have been one of them niggas like, man, come on. Like, you know when you drunk, I let that nigga suck my dick, but I ain't, no, I, I ain't gay. Right. Like, he would have said some bullshit like that. Oh, my God. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the sex thing may be between Wendy and her husband. Oh, that's gonna be wet. <laughs> it's um, gonna look still look like two men fucking. You might as well <laughs> put that in there. The lady that's playing her don't look as manly as Wendy tends to look from time to time. Um, if anybody has watched the Oval. The lady that's playing Wendy Williams, she is on the oval. Um, her titties ain't that big. I was just thinking about that. They in like, real life? Yeah. Yeah, they're not. And I was like, but, man, that lady titties ain't I that mean, big. I mean, Wendy has had them enhanced. Oh, yeah, super yeah. enhanced. So it makes sense. I mean, they had to get somebody. They had to make her look like a letter piece. So, right. yeah. Um, or like a fucked up uh, lowercase aura. Excuse me, yeah, because she needs some booty pops or something to even that shit out. But... I digress. Um, the guy that's playing her husband, if anybody watches P Valley, he's on P Valley. So um, he's Uncle Clifford's business partner on P Valley. Um, but what are your thoughts about the trailer? Well, um, when you first told me that uh, William, Wendy Williams had a movie coming out, I was like, man, what the fuck? What the fuck for? But when <laughs> I seen that, um. It's Lifetime, yeah, yeah, she's definitely uh, due for a Lifetime movie. Um, I think it's going to be, 
I probably, I'm going to learn some shit about it because I'm going to watch it only to laugh. The only reason why I watch Lifetime movies is because um, some of that shit just be like off the top funny and a lot of times they don't fact check shit. <laughs> like biopics? Oh, yeah, God. they don't fact check. And ever since they made Flex Michael Jackson, I just knew it was funny That was watch. a Lifetime movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I, I remember seeing it, but I didn't know it was a Lifetime It was a Lifetime movie. Um, that was the worst casting in my life. Hey, it's Lifetime. Remember when they did the Aaliyah story and nobody and looked you, like they were supposed to look? And you know that Wendy Williams production company was behind the Wendy Williams, or behind the um, Aaliyah story. So they wanted everybody to look how they wanted. They had like Tiffany looking like a little Asian dude. That was a mess. Hey, I mean, Missy Elliott was light skinned. Yeah, make no motherfuckers sick. That was a Magoo movie. was a uh, uh, Spanish. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I don't even think it's so good. But that, was, that movie was a fucking It was some little Filipino lady. It was and then remember up. the um, the Whitney and Bobby movie? Mm-hmm. Basically, it was a porno. That was a yeah. damn porno. Um, What we're going to have to do is Come up with a list of the top ten worst biopics from Lifetime. Period. Just okay. period. Because we got to put in all eyes on me. That ain't no Lifetime movie. That ain't. A, you thought that sucked? It did. But I'm just saying, it was pop. Um, yeah, it wasn't. We're not gonna go down that road. Anything. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna. I tried to watch it like. I. We're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um. Yeah, I'm excited to see the uh, Wendy Williams biopic. Not just because I'm a fan, but because she it looks like she's telling she's telling her truth. You know, because I mean they show parts of when she passed out. Mm-hmm. They show parts of when she was in that sober house. They show um, when they show parts of her finding out that her husband's mistress was pregnant. So it it looks like she's she's um telling it all. You just should have stayed gay, man. You can't you can't put, you can't put a baby in a nigga's ass. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna, I mean, facts are facts. If you're gonna swing that bat that way, man, you you shooting the ass club up. Like, don't act like you're not. Like, you oh, ain't you ain't unless you just on some freaky Jason shit. You ain't gotta pull out her that dude boo. I'm just you know my bad. I'm I'm trying to give you your flowers, my nigga. I don't. I ain't into that shit, but you know, if you gonna if you gonna fuck your ass, man, what you playing for? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go all in, literally. Well, <laughs> so, um, does the trailer entice you to want to watch it? Um, a little bit, cause I do want to see how far uh down that coke line they gonna um. Oh yeah, they, they do. Go. They do show the because drugs. I remember um. I remember when we were younger and she was a shock jock lady on the radio mm-hmm. and that's a lot of people when she tried to come for them that was the first thing they say like bitch ain't you on drugs mm-hmm. like everybody and their mama knew this bitch was coked the fuck out right right so like i want to see how far that shit go like mm-hmm. i remember when uh judge joe brown talked to this bitch so bad and that was um mathis mathis it was yeah. mathis it was yeah it was the it was a dude that I always called people a crackhead. Right. And he legit. I know had, a crackhead when I see Yeah, him. and he legit had a reason that day. Oh, my God. 
All you had to do was give him a minute of your time. Man. Because, <laughs> I mean, he went ham. Y'all going to have to Google that or go to YouTube because that's where I was and watch that interview of Judge Mathis being interviewed by Wendy Williams. He went home. He, it, it, he, he went like a scoring baby mama. Every time she had a question, that nigga had a question. He, <laughs> he did his homework snapped. on her, man. Yes. He snapped. And then the Whitney Houston interview. They showed a clip of that in the trailer. But to actually hear it, that interview is epic. So, yeah. She got she got some classic interviews, you know. Um, and what what Lightime is doing is they're doing like a whole, I guess a weekend of Wendy. So they did like a documentary of her, and then they're gonna premiere the film. Is she worth all that though? She is. She is like people nationally. You only know her from bits and pieces of the radio and her um, her TV shows. Because she had a TV show on VH1 years before she got her talk show. So you only really know her too much about that. But she was like early 90s on the radio. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And like she, it was not too many women shock jocks let alone black women shock jocks and she had to go through a whole lot of shit just to have a seat at this male dominated table so I feel well, like she just sucked dick and did some coke I feel like she has earned her seat at the table and has earned a documentary them knees have <laughs> Them knees have. If you don't think Whitney Williams did, uh, uh, ain't sucked a dick to get where she at, you crazy. He ain't sucked a dick or two. Or uh, three. I don't want to put that on her. I'm going to put that on her. I don't want to put that on her. Man, come on. You said it. You just said it, though. What you did know? I say? And she was, she was uh, a shock that. jock in the 90s. Yeah. Who had to overcome a lot of shit. They wasn't the first of all. Whitney's not that controversial. You know, she did a lot of uh, 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 good interviews, but wasn't good enough to catapult her where she is now. You know, a lot but of... But I feel like she the people... Suck some dick. But I feel like the people that took that route wouldn't have was stayed a long career like she had. Man, it's a gang of people that... Man, we just don't know. We just don't know. It's because it'd it be it the ones that... that it's a difference between sucking a dick because you want this job position and then because you want this job uh, position because you know it. It's another one to suck a dick to get this job position and you just fucking off and then when you get fired, that's when you want to blow up like, only reason why I got the job is because I sucked Greg dick. You know, now everybody know. But if you was if you were supposed to be there, but you couldn't get there unless you suck this fat white guy's dick, you know, you 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 going to go past that because what you don't want to be known for is the cokehead big titty bitch that sucked uh, Josh Horsewitz dick and didn't go nowhere. But I'm just looking at it like from this aspect because of the whole Harvey Weinstein. Like, if you look at all the ones that did not go down that road with him, that spoke out, those, some of those are like A-list celebrities, you know? 
Yeah, and some of them they yeah. they just they spoke out the ones, after they sucked his dick. But the ones that did, we don't really necessarily know who they are. Outside of because the they wasn't good, because they wasn't good actors. It's one you got to be good at what you do. That's what I'm saying. So you got to suck dick and be good. Sometimes I ain't saying for everybody. <laughs> Like, like, disclaimer, I'm not saying everybody got to get out. All women got to get out there and suck some dick. What I'm saying is, especially back in those days, a lot of them did make sacrifices. And, and they made those sacrifices work for them. Like, we're bound to hear a lot of stuff about, about people um, when, when they die, uh, of, of what they did to be in the industry and shit. Like, Eartha Kitt, uh, for one of them, she was one of them. That, you know, she wasn't ashamed to let people know that, you know what I'm saying, how she was, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and what she was doing was, was getting her where she was at, but she was still good at what she did. So that carried weight. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it's bound, we're bound to hear a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, uh, shit, case I, of point, Elizabeth Taylor. Well, Elizabeth Taylor, we found out she was fucking everybody. Well, I but that, did, that shit that didn't change. Leisure. I didn't think she was doing that because she wanted to get the lead role. I thought her talent got her the lead role. Did it or did it not? Yeah. At, at case of point, we, we she fucked everybody even before she was famous. But she was promiscuous. Was it? Or because she knew that was going to get her there so she could show off her talents. We'll never know, y'all. We'll never know. At the end of the day, Wendy's we, uh, Wendy Williams' knees deserve more niggas than McDonald's. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> No, shout out to Shout out to Wendy Williams, man. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to give you your flowers before you die and uh, let you know I'm glad that you came so I could listen to Charlemagne. Because Charlemagne, uh, the guy that's dope to me. And uh, you are the reason why I get to listen to that. Yeah, I, I just like him because he I, I watched him totally change. He has totally changed. And uh, yeah. I really respect him for, for the path he's going down. And uh, every now and then that asshole still comes out, and I love it. It does. It does. Um, the asshole makes me crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very entertaining. He uh, he's definitely entertaining. I I ain't gonna take that away from him. But um, anyway, so what's next? What's next? Okay, let's uh <laughs> let's get on this shit that I totally um uh I, I'm I'm not even gonna act like I'm. Uh, totally 100, like, understanding this. Tiana Taylor is retiring from music. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So she went on live a couple of days ago, basically told her fans that, hey, she's retiring. Um, the explanation that she gave, just to sum it all up, um, it sounds like she wants to be dropped from her label because she feels like she's doing all the work and they're barely doing any work, but they have to um, approve everything. So it's like, why are y'all approving some shit that y'all didn't even work? You know? So she just over, she's over the BS. Um, she's currently signed to Good Music, which is Kanye's level label, which is an imprint from Def Jam. Right. So, um, she's just, she's over it and she just wants to, uh, she wants to retire at the moment. From music. Um. So, what are your thoughts in regards to that? My thing is, she should have been 
She should have been tired of uh, uh, good a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like, they have not promoted any of her music like that. Like, a lot of y'all don't even know who she is. Y'all just know her from the bitch that was dancing in Kanye's video. Yeah. Let's just keeping it 100. And I, what she been signed since she was like, what, 16? She was um, initially signed to Star Trek, which is um, Pharrell Williams' label. And that's an imprint of Interscope. And she was initially signed to them. She only put out a mixtape while she was there with them. And then she asked to be dropped, and she was. And then in the same year of her being dropped is when she got with good music. And um, that was 2012. So in 2012, along with her being signed to get music is when they put out that Cruel Summer compilation album. And she was on that. And then in 2014 is when they when she dropped Seven, which was her debut album, which is a fucking classic. If you've never, ever listened to Seven, I suggest that after you listen to us, go and listen to Seven. That is an amazing album. Um, so, yeah, and then she's put out a couple of albums since then and a couple of mixtapes since then as well. But, um... Yeah. I, I, if she's uh, if like you said, if she's doing this, you know, as an opt out, like to just get out the label, period. Um, she should have did that. Like I said, I'm just on that. She should have did that a long time ago. Um, I don't think she got enough music to even say that. Like, I don't think she has enough uh, enough of a fan base to even say she's retiring. You know, and that whole weight to me. You know, and I've heard some of her music, and she's not a bad artist. I will say, for every one of me, it's it's like five of y'all that ain't heard her music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you gonna if you really gonna just stop making music, you just gonna stop making music. You ain't got enough fan base to announce it like motherfuckers gonna be sad. And this that that ain't a blow in the in the <laughs> that ain't a blow in the music game. That ain't making nobody be like, oh my god. I'm be like, who, who, who she got that? she has a very 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 solid fan base. Like there's people that absolutely love her dirty draws. Like I understand family, that. Is that enough to ring bells though? Um. This is niggas that love the Fat Tone's dirty draws. If he was still alive. It'd be niggas that still walk around here talking about uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I guarantee you, if the nigga said, I'm retiring, the world wouldn't be like, Fat Tone retiring? <laughs> but. Rest in peace to Fat Tone. Fat Tone, unlike Tiana, was just regional. He was very regional. And even though that she's uh, worldwide, it ain't too many niggas didn't know who she is. That's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm not going to say that that's not true, but I feel like, I just feel like the way that, that we, we do not know her like we should is a testament to why she's retiring. <laughs> because if I'm going to be signed to a label, a major label at that, y'all need to be doing something with my career. 
as far as promotion and stuff like that because I got the talent. The talent is here. We ain't got to second guess the talent. So what are y'all doing? Exactly. You know, so I feel like because it just sounds like she just want to get dropped so she can go independent. And I feel like... And she shouldn't say retirement. Well, maybe she's already tried to come to Def Jam several times to be like, drop me. And they're being like, no. And you just so stop making just music. Said, you don't make an announcement. That's my thing. Like you said, it's an attempt uh, that she signed to a label and a lot of people don't know her. That means you announcing this ain't going it, it's not it's but it's, she does have that fan base, so maybe she skip. was announcing it so that her fan base won't be like, dang, where's the new music? You know what I'm saying? So all twenty three people can knock on Dev Jam door. Well, it's not twenty three. Maybe twenty five. Okay. So all twenty five <laughs> people can be like, What's going on with the new Tiana Taylor? They gonna be like, Hey man, shit. She don't wanna make music no more. That's fine. Well, I mean that was I mean, you know, people nowadays they want to you know, directly connect with their with their fans and just talk straight to the fans and be like, hey, this is what it is, whatever it is. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. You're so, you right, you're right. Yeah, so I feel like that was just basically her telling her fans, like, hey, I'm not dropping no music. It just, I'm not stepping in the booth. I'm not doing none of that shit. I, I retire. And and this is why I'm retiring. You know? Okay. So I feel like that's, I feel like that's what the whole thing was about. I mean, it's unfortunate because the girl, the girl has talent she on does. top of talent. She does, you know? and it's her label's fault. And it's her, it's not her fault at all because she's ridiculously talented. She, she puts out good music. She puts out good videos. She puts out, you know, like yeah, this, this when if they ask her to come to a show to give uh, some type of show, she's gonna put, she's gonna leave it all on the floor. You know yeah, what I'm saying? She's gonna she put a hundred. She gonna put hundred and twenty percent. There was time. There was a time where she. It was like a a hip hop honors back when they was doing them. She had did. She had um, broke her ankle or some stuff. She had a walking cast doing full routine in a walking cast. That's how much she leaves it on the floor. We saw that in in the Kanye video. That was it. Fam- no, it wasn't famous. Um, I forgot the song, yeah, but man. we saw how hard she went in that video. You know what I'm saying? And she went hard. You know what I'm saying? And there's been several times, like the year that they did the hip hop honors and they um, honored Little Kim. She performed. She was like, I don't even remember who else performed to honor Little Kim because she was the one. That stood out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like she leaves it on the floor. There was remember that tour a couple years back with her and um Jeremiah and her and Jeremiah was having issues. She was she was Jeremiah's opening act. She was having issues and she said, you know what, fuck it, I quit this tour. The powers that be fired Jeremiah and had Tiana continue the tour. Mm. That's how talented this girl is. She kicked the main ex, the main act off his own tour. Not literally, but the powers that be was like, no, we're gonna keep Tiana, we're gonna get rid of Jeremiah's ass. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this girl is talented, and 
And it's true talent. The girl can really sing. The girl can really act. The girl can really dance. She can do all of that. And it's just, it's sad that it has to come to this, but I totally get it. Like the girl just had a baby a couple months ago. She has, a, she has another kid. She has her husband. It's a lot of other shit that's probably on a higher priority than fooling with her label in this bullshit. That's and true. it ain't like she needs the money. Her husband is a damn basketball player. She true. don't need the money. So it ain't worth it ain't worth her sanity at this point, you know. So I get it. And best of luck to her. Best of luck to you. Um, your um your hundred and fifteen fans out there. Um she ain't really retiring, y'all. I don't I don't think she well, is. People always come She's out gonna give it a hiatus. You know what I mean? Jay Z retired seventeen times. Exactly. So, you know shit, too short, hundred and ten. Right, so hey man, check this out. You know, for the twenty of you niggas that listen to her content, don't give up hope. Okay, <laughs> for you five niggas, don't just keep on rocking. For you, for you, for you two niggas that love the shit out of her music, it's coming. Okay, okay, for you, for you that, un- that don't don't get it fucked up, man. She is, she's still gonna be there. I mean, and cause it's we, in her blood. And we got seven, so. If you just really need to listen to it, just pull out seven. Okay. Seven is a classic. But anyway, best of luck to Tiana Taylor in her future endeavors. Yes. Um. So next up, let's talk about this movie. Hold on. Hold on. Hello. Yeah, no. a call. What? I mean, normally, if I get a call. No. I get shot down. She had an engineer. She could just she could just drop you off. Anybody could just call her. She like she Where just pick at? up the phone. This is what I'm talking about. That's the blatant disrespect I get. How am I supposed to be the host? Are you I gonna ain't be got at no the, host for Are you gonna be at the I ain't got no M and M's in this motherfucker. I don't have my own special privileges. I don't get that. Okay, call but I'm still doing so. My phone I'll do it after. Vibrate. She ain't saying this motherfucker. I don't just know. Doing whatever she wants. If you need to, Drinking if you need to come back here, just come back eating here. Eating strawberries and talking on the phone whenever she feels like. Uh, uh, Live. And we're back. Sorry, guys. You know, when kids call, we have to pick up. You just never know what's happening. So, anyway. Yeah, and I heard you talking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um... Next up, let's talk about the movie. Uh, well, the documentary, Mississippi Madam. Yes. Yeah. Um. Miss Jackson. Yeah, Miss Jackson. So, Mississippi Madam is a documentary that's on Amazon Prime. Um, and it is about um, Miss Nellie Jackson. She is in Natchez, Mississippi, and she ran a brothel. Brothel. A successful brothel for like 60 years. Everybody in the town knew, um, even though it was illegal. uh, Whatever. Yeah. She paid her taxes and she uh, handled her business. She took care of... Hey, man, listen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This world was built off of uh, uh, slavery and pussy. So let's, let's keep that one, huh? You know, so there's nowhere in the world you can, like, you know, judge her for doing what she knew. Like, she was born in what, 1902? Yeah, 1902. Like, she she was born in the, in the cusp 
of you know what this shit was like all this shit was it was a natural way of life and she's a black woman yeah super super busy yeah. like they must have had a lot of creon because she was light-skinned as shit right right uh but she was black yeah that's what i was thinking too like because she reminded me of my grandmother and when i was a kid i used to think my grandma was white she yeah was so but see that you know like they said that's a uh even w- before she was there, she was somewhere else. But they, uh, both of the places that she was from, because uh, it was a weird name that where she Possum was from. Corner? Possum Point Corner. Yeah. Both where she was, or uh, uh, plantation uh, uh, cities, mm-hmm. like they were, they were known for plantation. So she, it was a lot of white scattered in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was. It was known for that. Yeah. So, what were your initial thoughts when you was watching it? Well, first I just wanted to see, um, I was just, um, watching the people who were like being interviewed, like, you know, and the thing that stuck out more to me was the level of respect that they had for Miss Nelly. Yeah. Like Miss Nelly name held weight and it wasn't because they, uh, uh, people was thinking they, that she had dirt on them. She was just an all around, like when she was just like strictly for her community. Like, uh, like how they said, she started off in like a bar. Like, I don't know if she waited tables or did whatever, but she started off at a bar that had prostitution. And and then uh, it was scary. It was like the women were scared. You know what I'm saying? Back then. And then she got this house and started this brothel. So I believe even from the jump, she was just looking out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was one thing that they, uh, that they were saying and that I respected through the whole documentary is like everybody put her in high uh respects like they they really respected the yeah. shit out that lady right from the chief of police to the mayor yes uh to the doctors to the lawyers like the whole town respected her um and some of the things that she did made sense especially with that time because like she had like a whole range of of different type of flavors. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? She only, but and she, she only had patrons that were white. white. Yeah. Because she knew what the want. And, you know, because white niggas spend money without no hesitation. Right. But they not gonna, you know, do all that with black men that are coming in here, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like, I totally understood why she didn't have black men coming in there. That was, that was the thing that because I I felt a certain way about that, but then like me, I just I just snapped back into reality. Like you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably avoided a lot of problems. You know what I'm saying? Not having and and that ain't no downplay to uh to black men. Or I ain't trying to be on that. I don't want to be no hashtag nothing. Um, but I'm saying especially back then, you know uh. It was a lot of crooked white dudes, but it was a lot more crooked black people, you know. And it was right. like, uh, and just think about it, like if she would have had a brothel that was catering to black men as well, or only catering to black men, there was no way she would be in business for sixty years. No way. There's no way. I when they first initially said that, I was thinking like, hey, she's thinking like black men are better than this. 
they shouldn't be a part of this because they're better than this. I see that. That's cool. And then when they started talking more, I saw that it was actually a business. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a business decision. Yeah. So I was like, that makes even more sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you gonna want you gonna want the black or the Asian or Hispanic woman to sleep with, but you're not gonna want to be up in here hanging out with no black men and you especially especially back then you don't want to go into no into no woman that you know be taking black dick exactly so, I, that's what i was about to say you know yeah. it's a it's a thing from you know the uh good old hurl that works at the steel uh farm down the street coming slanging country dick in this lady <laughs> and then you regular joe politician coming in there you know she faking with you. You wanna, you wanna, you want the whole fantasy. You wanna, right. you wanna make uh, in your head. You is the best dick she ever had. That's why you come every Thursday and she let you in. Mm-hmm. You right. know, so right. I, I understood that. And then I was thinking, like, because Miss Nelly always helped people, uh, helped everybody out. Mm-hmm. That was an old plantation town. Old plantation town means still super racist and the powers that be. So you couldn't be a black man trying to slide up over there at one, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't have that on my conscience. Right. You don't make right. it up out of here. Like you said like right. they said, they right. were they were they were literally um burning crosses like right next to her fucking room. Mm-hmm. You know. But she still that was the thing, she still was getting paid from these niggas. They was putting up a front, like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck this nigger. And then as soon as everybody left, they was like, Hey Nelly, uh you know the little the little Asian girl, little right. petite one. She gonna be here Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday, right? Yeah. All right, my my wife's gonna make those cookies. Right. Right? <laughs> and walking up like right. this is what was going on. So right, right, right. I think it was it was it was a business move, and it was one that she was still protecting. You know the yeah. black man because at that it would have been dangerous because yeah. you sliding over there for a piece of pussy, you might not make it out. I'm gonna be mad as a motherfucker. Right. I spent my last fifteen dollars, and I don't even get to the pussy. Right, right. And then she probably wouldn't want that on her conscience too because not only was she doing that, she was a good humanitarian and she was working with the civil rights movement. Yeah. That part was pretty dope. Um, Basically what she was doing was that like when these patrons would come in there, you know, they would smash the the prostitutes, but they would also be like pillow talking with the prostitutes Mm -hmm. too. So the prostitutes will have all this intel and will tell Ms. Nelly. Excuse me. Ms. Nelly was taking that information back to the powers that be in the civil rights movement in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like, and then she was like telling the FBI to, I think. Yeah. So I feel like that was like super dope that she was, that was her part, you know? And it probably like really moved um some things around, you know what I'm saying, knowing that intel. And then she was a humanitarian too. Yeah, she uh you know? shit she was doing for everybody around the uh mm-hmm. the neighborhood, the the yeah. children's uh yeah. spot. Yeah, the home for abuse. Yeah. She was sending them money, sending them clothes, food, all kinds of stuff for this home. So and then um the testament to how much money she had, right. or how much money she was getting in the and 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 that brothel, she was getting everybody in the neighbor and on the block house payment. Yeah, like yeah. she was keeping up the up the this the whole upkeep of the neighborhood 
she took care. That's how much money. That's how much money pussy can generate. Yeah. Like, we ain't even fathoming that, you know, it's bitches out here that can barely maintain a section they house. Miss Nelly had enough pussy to take care of a fucking city block, y'all. <laughs> let's put that in perspective. Like, sit back and think about she had enough good pussy in one house to, to, to help generate a city block. Damn it, man. Damn it, man. God. <laughs> and then God. she was taxing out the ass. You want a napkin? That's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you want a beer? That's two fifty. Like she was taxing. Motherfucking can go get a case of beer and a whole pack of napkins. But you ain't thinking that when you when you want to go get some ass. Yeah, you, you, know you ain't even thinking about oh, shit. I, I do need that. Oh yeah, right. that'll cost me. Yeah. Every everything was taxed. I totally respect that because you would think like oh. That'll get thrown in on the room. No, that is. And then they talk. They talk to her CPA. They like. They talk to damn near everybody in this mm-hmm. town. And I just feel like that was dope that they even talked to her CPA because the CPA was like, because the lady paid taxes every year, and the CPA and her basically just said that she had a boarding house and she was just charging these women for um living in the house. Mm-hmm. And she had more than just a house in Natchez, Mississippi. She had one in New Orleans, and I want to say one in St. Louis. And but of course, the main one was uh, in Mississippi because that was the flagship. So, but it was just it was just dope. Um, it was totally totally um, unfortunate how her life ended. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I unfortunately. Googled her while I was watching the documentary, so yeah. I found out before they got to it how she died. Yeah. But um, yeah. But just to hear hear them talk about it, that was that was sad. Um, you know, we just got spoilers all through this documentary. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> so let, but yeah. But no, seriously, <laughs> watch the documentary. I think um. Because she she's so well respected in that community, it's a shame that um nobody is trying to uh uh renew and preserve Nelly's house. Mm-hmm. Because it should be like if I, I'm I promise you that I when I was it should uh, be a historical moment. Yeah, when I was watching it, in my head I was thinking, cool, if we don't get to like get shut down in, in two thousand and twenty uh twenty one, I promise. I want to go to Mississippi and see Nelly House. Yeah. You know, because yeah, that's a dope spot because that's a, um, it's like when I went to Black Wall Street. Uh, to me, that was something that, you know what I'm saying, that I knew that was uh, dope for us. Mm-hmm. And for her to be a, a a successful entrepreneur for 60 years with it, I definitely want to see that. And, you know what I'm saying, respect it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then my, uh, I got some, uh, I got peoples from uh, Mississippi. Shout out to my cousin Pumpkin. Uh, my uh, my stepbrother Shondell. Shout out to a lot of niggas that I know from uh, Mississippi, and, they, and it's right down the way from Greenville because I looked it up, and they from Greenville. So I'm I'm gonna try to check it out and then probably try to see if I can run the family. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, that I mean, while I was watching it, I was like, why hasn't anyone made this into a movie yet? That would be such a dope movie. 
It would be. You know? And you already gonna get the views just off of the whole sex part of it all. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna try to say something stupid like, why ain't it a lot of black people in it? It's, uh, it's only a couple of black women and and ain't no black man. And like, motherfucker, because you don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, but it's a lot of black women, so. Right. That would kind of like kill. Nah, they find ways around. You know Yeah, that's true. But if they were to just do their Googles, then they would see why it would be a dope-ass movie. It definitely would be a dope-ass movie. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was just like, why hasn't this become a movie yet? And if Angela Bassett wasn't dark, wasn't so dark, excuse me. She could have played Miss Nelly from childhood to fucking 80 because <laughs> that's what the fuck Angela Bassett does. So, with that being said, who would you think could play Miss Nelly Jackson? Ooh, young Miss Nelly? Hmm. She was very fair-skinned. So, like, young to, like, I, I guess young to old, you know, because they got a lot of pro, uh, prosthetics and shit like that. I don't know. I don't know, because you got to, you got to really, you got to really know how to uh, act that shit out. Like, you're going to have to be um, Mississippi uh, accent, mm-hmm. uh, streetwise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who can do that. You know who I'm thinking? Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams. I think she has the range. Fuck nah. I think she has the range. Man, nah, y'all, nah. I really think she has the range. And, you know, the majority of it is going to be an older, light-skinned woman. She's already of that age to where you wouldn't have to use but that can she, much. Can, can she pull off Mississippi swag? I think she has the range to do that. Man. I mean, I know I'll be betting on black, but. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That Mississippi swag, especially back then, that Mississippi uh, swag with that 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 Sunland hospitality from mm-hmm. from what the fifties to the nineties. But she was like, she was like so high class, you know, because they they talked about how um, she dressed and all that kind of stuff. So I really feel like she could do it, and she was a nice looking looking uh, lady. I really feel like she could do it. Um, it's just the twang I'm looking for. Like, I don't think Vanessa got the twang. She in would her definitely voice. have to get with a dialect coach. Yeah, because like you she see how uh, like uh, Nelly's niece was talking. Mm-hmm. You need that. Well, yeah. uh, I know what I'm saying I know how to pronunciate, but I still have my Mississippi twang. Right, 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 right. Because that's a whole other twang. So you would definitely have to get with a dialect coach to do that. Yeah. Um. Who else? Who else? Because, like, her skin color does play a part of it. So you wouldn't want to get nobody brown or dark to do it. You can get Halle Berry. I was just talking the other day about how good and horrible of an actor Halle Berry is. All in the same. All in the same. Talking to my girl. My girl was like, oh, my God, you were so right. I'm like, it makes no sense how good and horrible she is. That's why I'm like. Cause I mean she's done she did Dorothy Dandridge. She was she was, she was good in Dorothy Dandridge. Um so it ain't like she has never done a biopic before. I just don't necessarily know if she got the attitude to do it. 
I think she can pull the voice off better than Vanessa Williams. She probably could, but the way that she gives the attitude is comical. It gets comical. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen Frankie and Alice? She's in that. It ain't through Frankie and Alice. You you thinking about? I'm thinking of Netflix. No, I'm talking about Frankie and Alice, the one where she played the schizophrenic. Oh. You gotta watch that. It puts both of her attributes on display. It, it gives you the greatest of Holly Berry real shit. And it also gives you the horrible, like, damn, you reaching now. I feel like the thing with Holly Berry is that she cannot pick a stupid shit. This was a good one. But it just seems like the way, when we think of her as a horrible actress, it's because the movie as a whole is bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, maybe it's, because like, even when it looks promising, yeah, because Monster the Ball call, shit. oh my god, Monster Ball was trash, but the call in the previews and the trailer looked promising until you actually watch it. True. You know? So it just, I don't know, that's a whole nother topic. I don't know if she got a hit with John Wick. She's in John Wick? Yeah. yeah. You, you you watched John Wick? Did you watch one, I, two, or three? I did watch the first one. I don't remember if I watched the second or third, but and I you, do you, remember you the first know, one. You you know if you watched it. I must not. I must have fell asleep because I don't remember the whole movie. They're good. I need to go back and watch them. They're good. Uh, three is good. She's in three. She's in. Is is that the only one she's in? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was That's why I don't remember because I because you didn't watch it. Really, y'all didn't see that one. But um, hmm, I don't know. Um, my vote is for Vanessa, but oh, I ain't gonna give her that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can give her that. Yeah. What do y'all think? You know, when y'all watch this, or y'all listen to this, and y'all watch the documentary, y'all y'all let us know. Like, you know, get on all our platforms, our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebook, our YouTubes. Let us know, know what I'm saying, who y'all think could play. And don't give me no weird ass. And don't say nothing about no Zoe uh, Saldana, man. No, like, we're not doing the, her. If you say her, I'm going to automatically just say that you are a fucking no. bastard. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm done all, with her. First of all. She's, 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 stay as the green lady. We just not going to put her in no more biopics in life. After the disrespect of Venus. Disrespect. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. And then I, she don't even 100% claim if she's black or not. So That's what yeah. I never understood about the whole bike. Like, you don't want to even claim your blackness, and yet you try to be Nina Simone. She tries to be black and down there every movie. Like, she gets casted as a black woman. And she secretly doesn't like it? She doesn't 100%. Like, if you ask her, what are you? She's not going to be like, I'm black. She gonna be on that dumbass Tiger Woods shit. I'm complacent. It's complicated. That's a blah, blah, blah. Now you black, uh, Tiger, because you went through a lot of nigga shit. <laughs> All right. So. What else we got cracking? Um, do you want to talk about this, or you just want to just go to that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, oh, yeah. We have that too. 
Yeah, okay. Well, let's let's do this. Okay. Let's All right. So we're going to talk about Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. Um, predictions. I'm going to just go ahead out and say it. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> either, either one of them. Nobody really gives a shit. Like, <coughs> let's keep it 100. <coughs> And ain't too many motherfuckers that are real, real life Keisha Cole fans. And the ones that are real Keisha Cole fans know for a fact that she got maybe five hits. I'm just saying. She got albums, but out of all those albums, it's maybe one or two good songs. Mm-mm. Ashanti, on the other hand, she has a string of hits. Um... But at the same time, it's it's they not it, it's no one she she was not able to like have longevity in this career, uh, and maybe it's because you know she was she was not a gangster and and Murder Inc was going up against Fifty Cent and you know he wasn't sparing nobody not even a Shanti ass so nobody got to put out records. And Shanti with the long yard burn, man, or not the long yard burn, long side burn, man. But I just, I, I don't think no one really is going to care. I think Keisha is going to go through like five songs that everybody like. I think Ashanti's going to go through 12 to 15 songs that everybody fucking like. Um, I'm lying. I'm going to take that. I, I'm, I'm fucking lying. I think Ashanti only got like maybe five, six good ones too. And then the rest of the shit you hear, you're going to be like, damn, I don't even remember this song. You feel is that a tear cuff? Damn. She don't like nobody talking about Casey. Nobody fucking cares who wins that verse. That 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 verses ain't nothing but putting them both back into the limelight. Well, that's what verses is pretty much for. But you still want to be like such and such won that. I'ma say this. Um Keisha's gonna win. Sure. You know, I didn't mind Ashanti, but let's just let's just be one thousand with the shit. If it wasn't for Aaliyah dying in two thousand one, Ashanti would have not peaked at the level that she peaked. The girl is cute, yes. The girl maybe sometimes can hold a note. She can. Don't do that. She can write. She really can write. She can write. But this is the thing with her writing, especially in the beginning. She was taking songs that were already established hits and turning them into R&B songs. So how much of a writing credit can we give her, especially in the beginning? Because Foolish and Baby, both of those was like bona fide hits already and she just made girl she just made them r&b songs that's cool though that's that was just like when niggas make mixtapes i mean that's basically what she was doing but you still got it it's still they own lyrics like nobody yeah. shits on Lil wayne when he still but everybody's it ain't like but you can say but you can save little wayne you could you can name 20 little wayne hits without even touching the the jacket for beats you know what i'm saying you can do that. Easy. It's 
Ashanti. But you can't, can't compare that because that's the same. If that's the way you uh, what's that little dude's name? He was doing the same shit. He that nigga. Oh, you talking about Jacquees? Yeah. Well, we ain't talking about Jacquees in the verses, though. I'm just saying, though. We can't we can't put that out there like that's a strike against her. But, but I'm saying, like, if we're going to do writer for writer because they're both writers, there's only, like, she one. She wrote that. Keisha don't produce. She don't make production. It'd be a or difference. She, do Ashanti? No. That's what so I'm saying. why are we you, talking about that? Because we can't say it. Like, writer for writer, they still writing. They writing, yes, but how much credit can we give them? Full credit. How? Full credit. That's not a that's not a 100%. It's just a sample. It's just a sample, cuz. It's not a 100% authentic idea that she came up with. Right, cuz the beat ain't the mel- hers she took and the, the melody. Beat and the, mel- the beat Everybody and the does that. Everybody does the that. The beat and the melody though. Everybody does that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying <laughs> You like, man, fuck you. Keisha didn't have to do that. Keisha came from the streets, cuz. Keisha was like us, cuz. All she She had had was a dream and a voice. And it wasn't even it wasn't even a single. It was just a track on the album. She had the U Train song that was the song cross song. But she didn't she, she didn't put that out as a single. It was just a track on the album. Her Ashanti's first single was foolish. Which was one more chance. Her second one was uh that um song. Do, 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 do. What was that? Oh shoot, I can't think of the name. I know what you're talking but, about. But yeah, but that was another that was another sample. Then when Baby came out, that's Mary. Like it took her a minute before she started putting out singles that were. Um, original ideas. She was still writing. Yes. So you still got. But she was taking the melody. It wasn't. It wasn't a one hundred percent authentic idea. That was just basically like a freestyle on somebody else's shit. It was still writing. Okay. You can't. At the end of the day, you you can't you can't uh, um, fault her for the melody or the production because that's what you do when you hear a beat. You catch a melody and you go and, and but it's your writing concept that goes into that. And it could somebody could have did that shit ten years ago. Somebody could have did that shit just yesterday. And it's a um, but you can't compare the you can't compare the two unless you know what I'm saying the uh the words are exact. Those are and she turned like you said she turned. The words are down there. The baby Mary, come on. She wrote. Her own song. That's all I'm saying. She wrote the song. Okay. Anybody can take a beat. Um, what that, that what was that dude? DJ such and such. I don't know that feeling that you might be high. You know what I'm saying? Anderson Pack did that before he did, but Anderson Pack uh, didn't get known for it. He did. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack had to do his own thing. So should Anderson Pack be mad at that nigga? I'm not saying you should be bad or anything like that. I'm just saying how much I'm just saying, credit should, can we give should her? Should he get credit for it? Yeah, if he did it first, then yeah. I'm saying should the DJ guy get credit for it? Yeah. Even though I'm they not, got the same, I'm even though saying, it's the same melody, even though it's the same beat, they it's the exact same song. Too. I'm not saying that Ashanti shouldn't get credit for it. I know that she. I'm saying it. writers credit. That's all I'm saying. She should get writers credit for it too. I'm not saying that she shouldn't, but I'm saying when you're going up against somebody, how much? 
credit can we give you for your pen when you're basically taking the beat and the melody? If you're not on the same, you got a you got a ten second head start in the race. You got a you got a head start because somebody already laid the blueprint for you. The only way you can make that argument is if you were basing it on sales. If she sold for because of that. They both sold. Exactly. So you can't make that argument, cuz. How? How? If we're talking about talent, how can you not make that argument? Because it's a it, it'd be it's one a thing. Head start. Okay, did 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 Keisha Cole like um not sell as much because Ashanti was still in beats? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying you can't no, I, I just it's it not No, that's not it. That's not it. It's just one of them. I mean I'm look at it like, like this. If we man. comparing the two. You know what I'm saying? If we compare the two. Um, and then I know a lot of people like to um say that okay, but Keisha Cole is just basically the second coming of Mary J. Blige with the depressing shit and stuff like that. Which I mean, I guess you could make that argument too. But you could if she made good music. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keisha. I'm sorry. That's oh my god. <clears throat> Okay, so let's do this. <laughs> the first, the first Keisha Cole album is a classic. What's on there? The way, Love. The way it is. Or I yeah. lost my mind, or whatever. It is. I changed. I changed my mind. Let's go down the track list. Okay. The way it is came out in two thousand five. Okay. I just wanted to be over. I changed my mind. Thought you had my back. I should have cheated. Guess what? Love, you changed. We could be situation, down and dirty, superstar, and never. Ain't superstar a remake? Not that I'm aware of. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, several people do got superstar songs, but I don't think it's like a remake. Um, you cannot deny... I mean, only th- all these songs are the songs uh, that are the only songs I know. Like, name any other Keisha Cole song. Okay, well, let's go to her second album. Okay, let's go to her second, second album. Second album, Just Like You, came out in 2007. Let It Go, Didn't I Tell You, Falling Out. What is Didn't I Tell You? Didn't I Tell You I Was Gonna Be The One. That song, it wasn't a single, okay. but it was way too short. So then she had Falling Out, Give Me More, I Remember. Should have let you go. Heaven sent. Same thing. Got to get my heart back. Was it worth it? Just like you. Losing you. Last night. Work it out. Let it go. Remix. And then trust was a bonus track. So 16 songs. I only know one. What song is that that you know? It was the Let It Go. No, Keisha. You know Heaven sent. No. Gonna be the one that you believe in your heart was sent from. Oh, okay, I do. Okay, so two. So two songs. I remember when you No, we ain't even gonna try that one. <laughs> no. So you don't know that I one? I don't. Oh my god. Dude, that was a huge song. Hold I on, remember. say it again. I remember when you walked out. I remember when I did. Oh, you know what? This whole time I thought that was sad and lonely. I thought you was gonna give me that oh, like a, Yeah, I thought that was like gonna be like a third album or something. No, that's I remember. 
Okay, okay, so three songs. And you probably you probably heard Should I Let You Go. That was a song. I should I let you go. Should I let you go? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no. Should I let you go? No. That's a this is a dope album no, too. No. And then you know last night. Last night. Not <laughs> 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 the song she had with Diddy. No. Oh, dude. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Bet. okay. I give you that. So that's four songs. <laughs> All right, you probably know Trust too. Trust was the song she had with um, what's his, what's her name, Monica. Uh, how do you? I didn't like it. I hate that song. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, so I ain't even, yeah, I knew that song, but that song, and you know why I don't like that song? Because <laughs> every girl that I ever fucked, that was doing, like, that was like, that I was like a side piece, like, right? You know? <laughs> I ain't gonna, I mean, everybody got, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their past, y'all. But uh, <laughs> every uh, chick that I know I was hitting that had a main dude, that was a main dude ringtone. Oh, wow. I'm down for you, but I'm like, damn, yeah. these bitches is salty as fuck. And that song was actually on her Drake album. I don't know why they put it on the second album, but yeah. Um, I never liked that song, but yeah, that song. I used good. to be like, man, these bitches lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to Ashanti. Let's go. Um, we're gonna be gravely disappointed. Thing. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, first album. First album came out in 2002. Uh, intro. Foolish. Happy. Happy was the songs. Yeah. Um, Leaving. Always on time, part two. Okay, yeah. Um, Narrative Call, Skit. Call. Scared. Rescue. Baby. Voodoo. Movies. Fight. Over. Unfoolish. She, she, Skit. Dreams and thank you. Okay. So. So it's like five tracks. Uh, I know foolish, happy, baby. It's three for me. It's three for me, dog. Okay, I know the on time too. I know voodoo. Um, I think I vaguely know dreams, but other than that, it's just everything else. Of a single. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then let's just talk about the video. Like, the video for Baby was straight trash. And, um, Neil Long. See, now you just trying to shit on her. We ain't talking but about But Neil Long directed it. I was so mad. I was like, this video could have been so much better. Because I really loved Baby. But I love Baby because I love Mary. Mary was my absolute favorite part of the song. So, um. Yeah, Mary was a dope ass motherfucking track. Yeah. So, I got Keisha Cole winning. I care about the verses. So, I will be watching. I'm going to watch it. With my homemade popcorn. I'm going to watch it. I watched the Monica and Brandy shit. Well, I cared about that one. I absolutely loved that one. I didn't because I knew goddamn well it wasn't fair. (laughs) How is it not?
not fair. Man, Brandy versus Monica. Brandy slaughtered. That's why I'm like, man, come on, man. This is Brandy. Yeah. Right. And that was my thing. That's what that's what was pissing me off about people that was really trying to be Tim Monica. I'm like, Monica? Monica don't have the fucking range as Brandy. Monica don't have the 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 lyrically genius songs no, that Brandy has. She doesn't Brandy have the range. Is, no, Brandy is the fucking vocal bible. Are y'all fucking kidding me right now? I just didn't understand it. I was just like, it's not fair. Y'all still doing this fake it. ass the boy is my feud to do this. Event. I get it. Dang, she yeah. ain't got no reason going in there. That's just like Roy Jones didn't have no reason going in there with Mike Tyson. <laughs> but you know the world just gonna go ahead and just give it to the underdog. I mean, like, well, who's who's going to go in the ring with Mike Tyson? It depends on how much money that is. I let that nigga hit me like twice in the gut, but I'm going damn hard and the fast. First, he can push me, and I'm passing out as long as my purse. It's cleared the account. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that shit clear. Yeah, <laughs> cause I ain't gonna last the purse clear, thirty seconds. Cause man. I don't even care about that. Cause as long as that purse good, as soon as he pushed me on the rope, I'm falling out. I'm if falling it's enough out money, the ring. If, yeah. if, if it's like forty million, I try to get you a show. I still only one good time. <laughs> Bow, and then I just curl up in the ball. Cause he gonna whoop my ass. I'm not even gonna touch him. As soon as he pushed me against the rope, I'm falling out the ring. If it's like I'm five, something like five million, six million, you just gonna have to catch me. I'm dancing. But as soon as you <laughs> fake punch me, I'm falling to the ground. I ain't getting back up. But for forty million, I'll go ahead and swing on you, dog. <laughs> you know, I, you know what I mean. That's, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of nieces, man. You know, and my nieces got got kids, so we gonna, I, I'm gonna have a lot of people to take care of for forty million. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a good Christmas. Man, for real, for yeah. real. It's gonna be a real good Christmas. But, you know. IVs and PS5. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely need an IV after that shit. Right. Hook me fucked up, up for life, man. I'm being this motherfucker looking like Teddy Pendergrass after the fucking <laughs> hands all folded and singing folders. Folders come up. The best part of waking up. Because that's all I can do is shit. Right. Looks like another love <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, hey, man, shit. For the family, for my familia, I'm willing to do that. Okay. Okay. So, I will be there. Um, When is it? Let me go. Let me go see when it is. When is this? Versus battle. It is December 12th at 7 p.m. Central. Now, since they got all these sponsors and stuff, and they talking about all the paperwork is in and stuff like that, are they getting paid for this now? You know? I think, um, I don't know if, um, if they're all per se getting paid, but I know, um, uh, for instance, with the whole uh, DMX and uh, Snoop one, I remember uh, Snoop saying that the the money that uh that was generated he was giving to charity and his football organization. Oh, okay. So I think they do get a little money because I know uh, uh, Timberland and and, uh, and Swiss Beats is getting money hand over fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt like I felt like the whole them not getting paid for it directly from Versus is still a cool idea because you know that's how they do the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You get paid off of the promotion that it generates 
with the streaming and um, the sales and stuff like that. And we all know what the versus effect is. Like, it don't even matter if you ain't had an album in 15, 20 years. Your streams are going to go through the roof after you do a versus. So, it really is if you got really good music. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't think Monica's streams really went no, they both did. They both did. I'm pretty sure Brandy did, but Monica probably, you know, they probably yeah, both of them. Both of them. They show. Right. They um put up the stats the day after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was still team Brandy, and I, I let it be known online. I was like, "Fuck y'all, y'all can unfriend me." You I mean, Monica has some hits over here. Monica has some hits. Don't get me wrong. Monica yeah. just don't have the song range as Brandy. Right, Brandy she don't got have everything the vocal range as Brandy. She doesn't Monica, have that. Monica, she's she sticks with one note, damn near, and it's just like you know, it's cool, but I can't, I can't tell you. Let's see, the first album Miss Thing was good, Still Standing was good, and that's it. I think she has a good voice. I really do. Yeah, I like them both. Um, Honestly, I like them both, but I've always liked Brandy better. Like, she's the vocal bible. Like, we can't, we can't say that she's not. You know. I just think um, Monica don't have any uh, genuine ballads. Brandy got ballads, and that's because she she came into the generation and she came up under Whitney. Um, so she she has ballads. Monica has everything. You're everything to me. The air that yeah, but I, I don't. That's not a. That's not a ballad ballad. Though. That is a ballad ballad. I don't think so. Why is it? I just I could. I don't know. Maybe because to me it was just it, it. It wasn't. It wasn't what I was looking for. If I, it wasn't a breakout song to me. Let me and, say that. And that's where I was like, I probably would not be good in A and R because it did well, but. I don't know if you remember when Still Standing came out was when she had that reality show on BET. I watched the reality show and they went through the process of what they were going to pick for her first single. They picked everything for the first single. And when they did that, I just was like, are y'all kidding me? Why are y'all not picking Still Standing? You know, like I just, I did not get it, but it, it did very well as a first single. So I was just like, yeah, well, A and R ain't for me. So, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I was, but I was team Brandy. Like, there's, I don't care what Brandy. Brandy can do damn near everything. Yeah, like kill that nigga on the highway. Well, first off, (laughs) that wasn't her fault. She was a part of the wreck. But because she was the famous person with a lot of money in the wreck, she was the one that got sued. But that uh, has nothing to do with her music. Sure? Are we sure? Yeah, no, that's, that's what know. came out. Yeah, like from the police reports and all that, she was not the cause of that wreck. Um, but at the end of the day, I was team Brandy on that, and I'm team Keisha Cole on this one. Team Keisha. Yeah, so team- I will be there. All right. In attendance cool. with my popcorn. I, I'm not. I don't care for either. Um, either one <laughs> on that. I'm not gonna say I'm Team Ashanti or, or Team Keisha Cole. I don't care. 
I'm going to watch it because both of them bad. I just keep it 100. You know, mm-hmm. both of them are going to be looking nice. And they're going to be giving you, you know what I'm saying, some nostalgia. So, bam, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to definitely just be like, I'm, I'm with both of them. And it's always good to see, you know, our phase from the 2000s just cut up, you know. That is true. You know, so. That is very true. All right. So, <laughs> now on to our last subject. <laughs> <laughs> the fucked up <laughs> song of the week, y'all. Fucked up song of the week comes to you um, by the artist. I'll be sure. <laughs> the song is "Off on Your Own." Is that the name of the song? Yes, "Off on Your Own." Off on Your Own. Listen, let me be clear before we even get to talking about this. <laughs> I really want to put this disclaimer out here. Um, I read the lyrics this morning. I texted my cousin. I told her I read the lyrics this morning. Um, my children will never, <laughs> ever listen to this fuck ass. This song is so stupid. It is stupid. We were so hypnotized by light-skinned people in the 80s. Yo. It made no sense. Yo. And then, like, uh Oh, now, I've been singing the lyrics wrong as fuck. Me too. So, uh, Me too. I'm a, uh, <laughs> without further ado, I'm going to just go ahead and let Lindsay talk about it before I just talk about the shit show that it was for real. So, we found out so much about this song. <laughs> <laughs> we found out so much about this song going through the process of what song we should pick. And, yo, this is funny. So, before we even get into all that other stuff, let's just play a little bit of the song. Now, now, because you couldn't, 
you couldn't really understand the lyrics. So when you hear it, you're just really melodically just dancing to it. Right. Uh, we pull up the lyrics, you'll be like, what? Now, what I was saying was, you're going to get off on your own, girl. What was you saying? So I was completely wrong. <laughs> I used to hear two things. I used to hear, get off on home, girl. Get off on, I'm, I, I, listen, I was six. I was like five or six. Get off on home, girl. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like five or six. What was it, 88? 88. Yeah, yeah so I'm like five, B. Yeah. There's no way we should have been singing this song. No way. Because the song is you you get off on your own. Like he's like he's telling her like she be getting her rocks off by herself. Yo, when she finger banging and not fucking calling this nigga. That's what she's that's what he's saying. Like the lyrics is telling you. My kids will never listen to this song. I heard this song probably like a year ago. Excuse me. Um, in the nail shop, and I mean, I'm singing, getting it, getting it. We all in there getting it, singing it, right? Soon as the song was over, I was like, "There's no way I should have been singing this at all." Like that's just crazy yeah. how how they got away with that shit back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just so wild. So the actual chorus is, "All alone, you get off on your own, girl." All alone, you get off on your own. On your own, girl. On your own, girl. Girl, girl, girl. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> like, he really, like, he telling her she DJ flipping the bean <laughs> on that shit. Girl, girl, girl. Like, this is what he telling her she doing. Oh, my. I didn't even think about that shit until this morning. This shit is ruining my childhood, B. <laughs> And my sister, shout out to my sister Toya, cause she used to, she used to rock Coca-Cola jumpsuits and dance <laughs> when this song came up. Hey, hey, man. Man. Shit. My mama. I, I bet you she didn't know it was about masturbation. I'm sure my mama didn't either. Like my mama used to play the whole album, and I used to remember the way that she would sing these songs. Not just this song, but just the whole album altogether. Yeah, it's just, it's so stapled in my mind, <laughs> you know, but this album, because it's such a good I'm album. I'm thinking it was so wholesome. I'm a kid talking night. about, get off on home, girl, right. get off on home. That is not, that thing ain't saying none of that. Right, I got closer to the lyrics, and I still should have yeah. been singing the shit. It was get off, and then I thought it was saying, um, uh, uh, off on your own, like, Get off! It was telling her to like go on about her business. I never, I, I didn't yeah. hear that's she's what I was getting off too. on her own. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But yeah. this is like five year old music. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm listening to it like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. off on your own. Because I mean, he talking shit through yeah. the song. Off so. on your own. I ain't, I didn't know he was saying get off on your own. Like he's really like, why you flipping your bean, bitch? And I keep on calling your phone. Right. Like, this is what he, like, man, this shit right here is a mindfuck. Because I don't think nobody, I want to phone a friend. <laughs> I, I just want to phone somebody and ask them, like, did you know Albie's uh, short song 
uh, off on your own was about a motherfucker beating their meat. I mean, like, a little chick beating their meat, real shit. And not getting and not fucking with him. Not he was him. so arrogant yes. that he thought that if you ain't fucking with me, you gotta be popping your own pussy. Like that's how arrogant this nigga was. Just the the arrogance of it all when I actually like read the lyrics, I was just like, damn, you know? Like you really thought that much of yourself that you you just gonna be fucking yourself, cause if you don't want me, then yeah, you know who, what else? Who else can you want? I know you don't want no other dick, so you in this motherfucker like this nigga crazy. He got that shit off too. And nineteen eighty eight, he got that shit off. He got that shit off. Okay, so first verse. Um, don't you leave me standing here? What is it? You feel no fear. Let me make it up to you, my dear. I'm all alone, sitting right here by the phone. My heart is broken now, believe me, girl. Ooh. Wait, wait, you'll see. You'll get used to me. I know you'll love me, girl, if you give me a chance. I'm all alone, sitting right here by the phone. My heart is broken now, believe me, girl. Ooh. Sorry. Get off on home, girl. <laughs> get off on home. <laughs> That's how wholesome I was. <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> Man, the it's lyrics suck, loud. though. The lyrics suck. It's just loud. So then, verse two. I want to know what's on your mind. You're back here running the same old line. You love me and you care. Whatever. I'm all alone, sitting right here by the phone. My heart is broken now. Believe me, girl, please come home. Is there something wrong with me? Or is there something wrong with me? No, is there something wrong with you? Or is there something wrong with me? Tell me something. Do I look good enough for you? Or maybe, baby, you just look too good for me. Don't sweat yourself on the strength. Mm. On the strength? This nigga was trying to be as thug as possible. On the strength. On the strength. Sounding like that. And that falsetto, he was trying to sound tough. That's the part that he was talking. Oh, that was that, yeah. is that it? Tell me, do I look too good for you? Yeah, because you sound like Big Daddy Cat. just too good for me. You know what? Don't sweat yourself. Don't sweat yourself. On yeah. the strength. Yeah, he was trying to get his Big Daddy cane off. Yeah. So then the bridge, you make me so mad that you want to be on your own. I waited for so long. I waited by the phone. All of a sudden, you want me back. Ha ha. What's up with that? You got me on hold. What do you think? You dope on a rope? Nope. <laughs> In 1988, those were bars. Those too. was straight up <laughs> bars. What? I'm supposed to sweat you? He was the Drake you? of his time. Dude. What? I'm supposed to sweat you? You're supposed to just run all over me? Zero on the strength. Yo, Scott, it ain't hard to tell, right? Yo, all my brothers got the girl in here. Get out your seat and rock to the rhythm of this spooky. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Albie. This Al shit is whack. <laughs> this shit is whack, yo. Damn. Rock to the rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm of the funky beat. That oh, had nothing to do God. with popping your pussy. Like, this is how arrogant it is.
I like my version better. I like my version better. Get off on home, girl. Get off on <laughs> You're home. You're going to get off on your own, girl. <laughs> so, this is what we found out about the song. <clears throat> the song was written about a girl in Albie's life who was uninterested in his romantic advances. Long after the song was written, he found out she was actually a lesbian. <laughs> This is <laughs> so. This is what I'm saying, y'all. This nigga so arrogant <clears throat> that he didn't even think about it. It, it. it was no way, you know, she couldn't like it. She had to be flipping the bean <laughs> because she ain't fucking with him. He didn't even think about her sexual orientation, <laughs> what she prefers, what she likes, none of that shit. He didn't care. He's so light skinned. He thought he can he can grab a young ma out the streets and change her life. No. Ooh. <laughs> like she came in there with you know what I'm saying with big old rope chains and saggy jeans. He was like, "You see that ass?" Like they like she ain't feeling you, bro. She don't like you. But nah, boy, you see that ass though. Like he ain't he wasn't thinking. You know, maybe I shouldn't be hollering at uh, you know. Queen Latifah who said it off. Like, maybe, I should be, maybe I shouldn't be talking to Cleo. You know what I'm or maybe, maybe Cleo. she's a Cleo. Yeah. Like, it just never computed. She lying. Right. Wait till she get this dick. Like, right. these niggas weird. No. Let her be gay, man. Right. Like, I you that's okay. You know what? So, uh, my thing is, he probably so arrogant. He probably said, oh, it makes sense now. Right. Because like, if she was straight, she would want me. Yeah. You know? I think he just one of them weird niggas that is because <laughs> anytime you pursue her, because I, I bet you she looked like she was not fucking with that nigga on no level. Yeah. You know, I ain't saying she had to like come in there wearing like sweatpants and shit. She could have been a very pretty lesbian. But anybody could have uh, could have told that like, I mean, could tell that she wasn't rocking with him and she wasn't feeling him. But he was just steadily like, nah, nah, baby. You go, what's up? What's your name? Let me, let me, let me do this. And her voice is deep as mine, like, nah, nigga, I'm cool. Like, that's some that's some weird shit. I don't get it. I think it, it attests to the arrogance of light skinned people in the uh eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Man. You people are so conceited that y'all <laughs> y'all think y'all can actually change somebody's sexual preference. And if they wouldn't mess with you, they had to be masturbating, because who's better than me? <laughs> uh, you know how tough you gotta be to be like, oh man, shit, she probably she she'll wax that pussy foot she let another dick in there. Like what the what type of shit is that? That's just I, I mean that's my opinion. I just feel like you know um, I'll be sure probably went through a lot of shit because he was probably out here trying to. Uh, Talk, talk to the girl with the dragon tattoo instead of like leaving her fucking be. But you know, he's probably, I can, I can believe that he's probably the same way he was back then. Because I actually follow him on Instagram and 
it is certain posts that he posts are very like superficial or very self-centered that he probably still has this mindset from the 80s because like the whole thing like when <clears throat> kim porter died because everybody know um kim porter and him dated for years and um <laughs> Pup they have a kid Pup daddy's first son it's yeah. really I'll be sure. It's so. really I'll be sure. So. Yeah, that's and fucked he looks up. just like that's I'll be fucked sure. up. That nigga don't even call that nigga daddy. He couldn't. Well, shoot. Go with the one that's the most important. Nah, I, it's, it's the motherfucker that, that, that treats you right. Well, yeah, that's because um, I'll be sure did an unsung and he talked about how he wasn't in his life for some years. So, um, anyway, um, <clears throat> like when he would talk about Kim Porter after she passed, it just. To me, it just seemed like it was a bit self-centered. What was he saying? It just—it was like, yeah, I wrote this song about you, and I remember when you was with me and how we were. And it was just like that was so many years removed. Like I get, I get, cause "Forever My Lady" by Jodeci, he wrote because she was pregnant with Quincy at the time. Mm. So that song is about her. So, I mean, I get... That's dope. <clears throat> yeah. So, I get it, and I get you want to bring that up, especially in her passion. But it just... Just the tone of it all, it just seemed like it was a bit self-centered. And then, when he was on um, that reality show with Omarosa... He was on a reality show? Yes. Omarosa had a dating show that was on TV One that was produced by our president back before he was... Uh, overt now, so. <laughs> but <laughs> excuse me and I forgot Omarosa was in the bed with Trump yeah and not so, like that but like you know just yeah. you know, making yeah. money together they was getting the bag right right so um, he was one of the guys that was on the show trying to get with her and when they had like a and she they already knew each other so she was kind of like, what are you doing, you know, when um, she met all the men and stuff. But they had, like, a one-on-one together. And he's just using this opportunity to sing to her about, I mean, sing to her his songs. And it was just, it just seemed very self-centered. And she mentioned that, too. It just seemed like it was just self-centered. Like, he wasn't really necessarily into her. To be there to be into her, it just it just seemed like he was there for more superficial reasons. And who want to hear new Al Be Sure? I'm just saying, like when you fell off, you fell off hard. Well, he fell back because he started doing like executive stuff. Okay, well, and and in the '80s, in the early '90s, how that shit looked was he fell off. you fell off. Yeah. And so, don't nobody want to hear you coming back with some, you know. Whatever falsetto you want to be in, when your voice is as deep as mine, yeah, that's the shit that used to fuck me up. Yeah, then he me on interviews talking just like yeah, I just appreciate everything about. It. And then he go and say, um, get out for your own girl. <laughs> I, I can't even say it because to me in my but heart, it seemed deep too, yeah. I guess, but it was the falsetto that caught me. Yeah, it is because you don't, you can't understand it. It's just. You're like, okay, whatever. That sounds like it made some sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just, 
don't know. But shout out to Alvy Short. Shout out to Alvy you know? for making a song that my children will never listen to. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no, my dude. Never. never. Ever, if ever, I ever. if all men come in the house and I hear that song, I'm automatically throwing whatever they listen to out the door. Like, oh, hands they, in bed. Hands in bed. Bed. <laughs> Man, get that shit. Get the fuck. Mama said, yeah, well, Mama about to get an Airbnb. This is bullshit. <laughs> Not listening to that. And in my head, I'm gonna just see my little girl like, oh, and I'm gonna be like, no. No, goddammit, no! You're too long to think about that shit. <laughs> you listen to that shit when you're grown and out of my house. Like, no. Don't let me know. Don't let me know. If I catch my five-year-old singing that song, I'm going to be so upset. Right, like, I'm trying to DJ, Dad. No, you're not. It'll DJ till you grow. Or at least old enough to not want to tell me, bitch. Like, what are you doing? No kid on TikTok does that shit. If they do, they should be reported. No. I'm going to flash, y'all. I'm going to flash. Because every time I hear this song now, I'm going to think like, of a girl masturbating. Like, oh, my God. When y'all hear this, because I know y'all going to hear this, man. Please, let me know. Oh, my God. <laughs> How old you was? Because I was today years old when I found out this nigga was talking about Masturbation. <laughs> God. God. That's oh. fucking arrogant bastard. She got to be playing with that pussy because she ain't calling me. Right. Like, damn. The nerve. The absolute nerve. I just, like, just the arrogance of it all. I, mean, I still want to believe but, that he said get off on home, girl. <laughs> um, in my head, that's if I catch anybody singing it, I, in my head, I'm going to be crying like, <laughs> it's not that. I mean, I'm going to be crying talking about get off on home, girl. Get off on home. <laughs> I swear I thought that, man, I was, I was a shelter kid because I could not believe. That, that I, I was completely wrong. I was grown singing this song. I'm telling you, I was. I thought I was in the damn nail shop was like a year, year and a half ago, singing every word that I thought he was singing. Nobody ever looked at me and said I was singing this song wrong. No, cause nobody knew the lyrics. Cause I, I swore he was saying you're gonna get off on your own, girl. I didn't hear the alone part at all. <laughs> I still don't. I read these lyrics a week ago. I still don't hear all alone, get off on your own, or whatever you said. Listen, it's still, it, it, I thought it was, like I said, it was two things. I When I was little, I used to really do think it was get off on home. And then as I got older, I used to think it was you're off on your own. Like, I was still like bigging up women. Like, I was like, he was trying to make sure she was safe or go ahead and meet somebody in your life. Right? This is where my shit went. Nowhere in that was you at home <laughs> on some, oh, Albie, Albie. Like, no, I wasn't on that shit. But I'm right here. Like, right. yeah, I'm right here. You'd rather be at home. You'd rather be at home flipping your bean to me <laughs> instead of, like, the real thing, baby. Because you know you're going to get fucked up by this dick. Like, what the fuck <laughs> would you think of, Albie? 
I'll be sure it was wrong about that situation because she'd rather have fucked his sister or his baby mama. <laughs> Either one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah! That is hilarious. 1988 masturbation song. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> put that in your mental. In 1988, we were make So can't none of y'all say this shit like, Oh, this generation be making this crazy music. In 1988, a light-skinned nigga named Al B. Shore made a masturbation song about a bitch because she wouldn't let him fuck. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Think about that shit. You know, we're going to wrap this shit up. That's the end of uh, the ish we talk. Take that with you. As, you know what I'm saying? I'm Lily. As, as, as you know, that's my cousin, Lindsay. And it's a wrap. Exactly. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs>